Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Welcome to episode two of the Heidi and Mark, the other D'Amelio's podcast. <laughs> wow, this is our second episode already. Seems like just last week we just started. It was just last week when uh, we started. Yeah. So I really enjoyed being in the podcast studio, like just the two of us in a room talking with no distractions. I really, really like that. And I was looking forward to more of it. And here we are. And I got dressed up because I felt like this was a date and I didn't share that with you. And so you're wearing sweatpants. They're not. They're they're, <laughs> but they're you lounge look great. pants. They're very, you look great. Yeah, they're they're fancy sweatpants. They are. So I'm happy to be here with you on our day date in the podcast studio. And I'm happy to be here with you <laughs> in my stretchy pants. <laughs> I'm are, literally wearing heels. These are the I've given up pants. And I'm wearing shoe boots, heels. Next week, <laughs> I will dress up. I'll wear black tie podcast as, event for, as you should. No, I really like being in here and like kind of like having the time to process things that we, uh, you know, happen on the daily. Things move fast. And I like just like having this time to talk about it all. I think when we talk, when, we, when we're together during the day, you're checking your emails. I have things going on that I'm working on. And then we kind of pass in the kitchen and we're not really focused like here. We have to be 100% focused to stare into each other's souls and <laughs> talk and about... And for, for people who don't know, we are the parents of Dixie and Charlie. And um, I feel like that too, like when we're home, a lot of our time is like parenting stuff, you know, talking about that. And it's not focused on you and I, which I think is important. And we've always had a pretty good balance, but it's sometimes it's less, sometimes it's more, but, um, being in here is like, this is just us. And it's a good balance. And I remember you always said we had a life prior to having kids and the kids are coming into our life, our lives. And not in a negative way, just we're going to continue to do what we do as, as, as people and as a couple. And that, and I think that was really good for our relationship where we did things not separately all the time where we said, oh, we have to leave the kids home. We would say, oh, it's nine o'clock. You want to go out to dinner? Sure. We didn't try to get a babysitter. We just brought Dixie and Charlie with us. And I think it helped them be better socially and it helped our relationship and that was all you doing that yeah I, I grew up like that like whatever my parents did I mean I was the fourth of four girls and we you know we just all rolled together and um for me being the youngest it was fun but you know I would probably 
get sleepy. So I would just like put my head down and fall asleep. And I, I think that helped me grow into a person that can um, just go with the flow. And I, when our, when the girls were little, we didn't leave a situation because they had to go to sleep and they had to sleep in their beds or in their cribs. Uh, I would set them up. You know, I always had everything. Set them up cozy, cozy. And um, if we were at dinner and they'd have their blankie and right. um, and they would get, you know, put their head on my lap or whatever and we would finish dinner. And, and it was just like, I don't know, I felt like us being together, doing those things kind of set them up to go with the flow as they got older. I agree. But we were we were home at a decent hour. It's not yeah. like we had them yeah we weren't out all night at the we're clubs like with us. Ten th- ten o'clock propped up at the <laughs> no, clubs. Oh my God, can you imagine? No, but um, and then they. But do you remember they were in a phase where they're like, oh, "Could we have a babysitter?" Because we always took them with us. They thought it was so cool to have a babysitter, and we lived in a neighborhood that uh, all the neighborhood kids were a little bit older, and the girls were would ask to babysit our girls so we would do that and it was really cute and they thought they were so cool to have a babysitter and it was so fun and so I I think for me I felt less guilty because they were asking for it you know like as moms I feel like there's a lot of if I leave them are they gonna you know I hear that moms kind of go through that but it was cool when they were, you know, old enough to say, can, you know, can we, because they knew other kids had babysitters. So we we're like, okay. So then you and I were left like, okay, we don't have kids for the night. Let's go out to dinner. And then we do our own thing. So it was an interesting way that it all kind of unfolded with that. And then you and I would have our time. Absolutely. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. So we just were talking about, um, well, what's ever going on, all the craziness that's happening to our family, how we focus on positivity, because it seems like a lot of the negative stuff creeps its head into our conversation. So my question to you is what are some of the most positive things that have happened? And with this whole experience we've been dealing with over the last 18 months with first Charlie, then Dixie, music, dance, everything, what what are some of the positive things that have happened? I think there's a couple of things. So one side of it is watching my children have these amazing experiences and opportunities is like, I mean, that's the most positive and, you know, seeing them so excited and people always ask, oh, you must be so proud. I, I don't know. Like, I always kind of feel like I struggle with that. Like, obviously I'm proud, but I want them to be proud of themselves. Like, and I've always, always, always said that because I didn't want them to think that they needed me to be proud to do something. And it's not good enough unless I'm proud. But 
I mean, I'm proud of everything. So that seems like a no brainer, but I always turned it back on them. And it's like, oh my gosh, you must be so proud of yourself. Like I always did that since they were little. Um, so the positive for, is that like, that's just such a great feeling to see your kids like having milestones and, and having experiences that are just, I mean, unbelievable and so exciting. So that is a big positive. And then for me personally, I think, well, something that's going on right now is I feel like the girls are both in a really good place. So I decided for this year, I wanted to do some things on my own, just having opportunities and working with brands and things like that. And I wanted to do some more photo shoots, which I haven't done a solo photo shoot in like 20 something years. So we were going to set up a photo shoot. And then I said, you know, I hadn't really been working out. I'm going to really spend the time. Give me 30 days because I do like having a short goal and I'm going to work my butt off and get ready physically for the photo shoot. And um, so that's what I've been doing. I've been in the gym twice a day, lifting weights, which is my favorite that's like a big positive for me because it's something that I always enjoyed when I was younger. It'll be interesting to see if I still enjoy it uh, 20 years later, but it was always fun for me when I was modeling and doing that in my 20s. And I always thought like I would never made it big or anything, but it was always fun. And so I'm looking forward to that. So this is a big positive for me. So let's get this straight. Oh, you geez. are working out two days, two times a day, <laughs> really going after it, getting in that perfect shape, and I'm wearing stretchy pants. Is that what's going on in our lives right <laughs> Everybody now? Everybody has priorities, I mean. I'm comfortable. You look, Honestly, you have a great outfit on. <laughs> and for stretchy pants and a hoodie, it's really nice stretchy pants and hoodie. So you are definitely have my eye. No worries. Yeah, what you said before, which was interesting, is like, People often say, aren't you proud of your daughters? Like, this is such an amazing accomplishment. And it's not what you would think. For me, yes, I understand for Charlie to have 108 million followers on TikTok is pretty wild and huge accomplishment. But that's not what makes me proud. What makes me proud of both Dixie and Charlie is when they're thrust into these situations and I see how they handle them. How they handle the situations is what makes me proud, right? It's not how many followers or, or how they're doing on social media. It's how they handle it. It's how they show compassion, grace, and how they handle being under fire sometimes. That makes me proud. And I also look at how we raise them. I'm not saying it has much to do with us, but I do think there is an aspect of how we've parented them over the years that I think has been part of how they've been able to handle it well, I think, and probably more you than I. I think on the business side, I think just seeing me being entrepreneurial and and taking risks in my, in, in my career have helped them, but I, I, I think you raising them more day-to-day has a lot to do with their with their success and and how how they've been able to handle it. So that's a positive for you. And what about personally? I think we've talked about this, but I like adventure. I like not being 
set in my ways. I like diversity of how I spend my day. And this is just for someone at my age who's 52, who is looking at living in their hometown. And although extremely happy, the, every day has, has been an adventure. And that's really cool. The way that our schedules are one day we're at doing something with Dixie with music. The next day it's Charlie with a particular brand deal or you, or now you with resurrecting your modeling career. It's just every day is, is an adventure. And that's, you know, look, life is short. You don't know. We're, we're very blessed to be alive, let alone be alive in the position we're, we're in. And I'm very thankful and, and love the fact that this is a cool adventure to be on with our family. Awesome. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. What do you think is something that in the way you grew up, whether it was personality, whether it was family life, that kind of brought you to where you are now? Like, what's a big thing that you felt you feel you've carried throughout all the years? And then even the way you parent and kind of have brought the kids up. Is there like... I mean, I feel like I see something for you, but I want to know if, like, you feel that there was, like, a way you are or, the way, you know, just your personality. Probably the biggest strength I had was probably my biggest weakness as far as the way I parented. Like, I parented with my childhood as my roadmap. So things that... I thought made me insecure or things that I yearned for as a kid, I said, oh, I'm going to give that to my kids. Hence, you know, I was in a single, my mom was divorced and I lived in a, in a single parent household. So I wanted to make sure that my kids were brought up with, I didn't have my dad around, so I wanted to be around for the girls. But then there are things that you provide for your children that they don't really care about, don't need, don't want, because they're not you. My, Dixie and Charlie are not Mark D'Amelio when he was at the same age. So I had to, later on, I realized, like, you can't just give your kids what you didn't have and expect life to be perfect. You have to l listen to your kids, watch your kids, figure out who they are, who they're growing into, and support them during that, and I wish I learned that a little bit earlier, 
because now I think what a lot of times is parents will say to their kids, well, wh- what are you stressed out about? Like you have everything I've provided f- everything for you that I didn't have. Like, what's the problem? And that's the problem right there is when you think <laughs> that your kids are, are perfect because you gave them everything that you didn't have. They're not you. So, well, I think you do a really good job. It's funny. Yeah. I, I get where you're coming from, but I also, from my perspective, think you did a really, you do a really good job, which I think I struggled with a little bit more of putting yourself back when they were that age. And you've done that when you were little. Like, I feel like there's, you you have very vivid memories when you were younger, like when you were in elementary school, oh, I remember this, or middle school, uh, whatever. And, and then teenage years, you do a really good job of, I'll say, no, they can't do that. That's, you know, maybe not as much now. Well, Dixie's an adult, but, you know, they can't do that. And because um, there's something wired in my head, like as a parent, you have to tell them, no, you can't do that. And you're like, don't you remember being that age? Like, I remember when I was that age, like, I remember there were things like if they were like not feeling good on a Friday, like parent. 101 is they don't get to do anything on the weekend. I don't know. It's so random. And then you were like, well, if she's feeling better, who cares? But she missed school. So how could she be out on the weekend if she missed school on Friday? And you were like, dude, if she's feeling better and and what like what's it going to hurt? And the thing was, it's not like she, either one of them made it a habit to miss school on Fridays, but it was just something wired in my head. So you always do a good job of like putting yourself back when you were that age. Like it just, I think, I think um, it's hard to, you, you get, I'm a parent and this is how things should be done for kids. Like this is what you guys should be doing. And to, and to put yourself in their shoes, I think is something that's super important because it makes you remember like, oh yeah, I remember being that age and I remember. And so you're, I, I don't know, I feel like I'm a lot more empathetic and kind of like, try to understand a little bit more what they're going through but you you were really good at helping me so when we decided to do this podcast one of the things we were talking about was people are interested in the fact that dixie and charlie are who they are and you know now we're parenting a little bit differently because we have all these different circumstances people coming out of the woodwork and and security and all these different things but what do you think and it's kind of similar to what we were just talking about. But what do you think is the biggest lesson that you've learned being a parent that now it doesn't matter who our kids are, that the average parent listening to this would say, wow, that's 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 some good advice? Well, I kind of just what I was saying to you. Um, and I'm f- so this photo shoot I have coming up, I have all kinds of emotions about it, right? I'm nervous. Am I going to be happy with my body at the end of the 30 days? It was a very short time to get into really good, the shape of what's in my mind of what I think I want, I, I can accomplish in 30 days. And then, um, you know, I haven't done a shoot that was like all about me in 20 years. And, you know, I'm already nervous. I'm excited, but there's like a lot of emotions and like, okay, I don't know if I can do it and maybe I'll just put it off or maybe I don't want to do stuff for myself this year. And so I put my, with that, I put myself in the girl's shoes and they have so many opportunities that I just like 
don't know how, <laughs> like, sometimes I'm like, what's the big deal? You're going, you're going to have a photo shoot. It's going to be so much fun. And I don't, you know, I really, as I'm feeling it for myself now, I really have to just, you know, I understand. Just relay that to them that I understand you have a lot of emotions going into this. It's, you know, a new hair or makeup person that you've never worked with before. Are you going to be happy with, uh, you know, because they don't tend to speak up in situations like that with like if they weren't happy with their makeup or, or whatever, they'll just be like, not know what to do. And so just letting them know, like, you are allowed to have all the feelings going into this, but also kind of like giving them that, but you know you can do this because you've done really hard things before, harder than this, and you've come out and you loved that you followed through with it. I think the thing is, I know for the girls, and Dixie communicates this more to me, like, just let me know that you understand. So that, I think, is big. And then just, like, and then following through and then after, like, how did you feel? Like, kind of, like, almost a recap and let them kind of verbalize Oh, it was like, it was, re- I was really nervous. I didn't feel like I was taking good pictures. I didn't know what to do with my hands, whatever, but I did it. And, and just like, let them have that proud moment. Like I, I was nervous. I didn't want to do it. I was scared. And then they did it. And then they loved the pictures and, you know, just again, so they could be proud of that on their own with support. I think what I would say for both parents and one of the lessons I try to teach Dixie and Charlie is to live in the moment and and you're always going to have stress, you're always going to have anxiety, but no matter what has been the time of my life, even when we thought it was a dark time, I look back on it and maybe it's just my positive outlook about life in general, but I don't want them to miss these opportunities, these experiences, not necessarily these opportunities, because... If I look back, and I've told you this a bunch of times, like I look back on my college experience, and any kid that's going to college knows they have exams, they have all these things, they have all these pressures, are they going to get a job when they get out of school? But you have to spend time to stop and smell the roses and enjoy it, and that's where this is an extraordinary situation and circumstances for our daughters and our family, and with that, it's life, and you're going to have the everyday pressures that we have, but I want us, all four of us, to stop and smell the roses and appreciate what's going on. The fact that we're sitting in a studio in Hollywood where we, 18 months ago we wouldn't have thought about doing this, this is this is really cool. And I, and, and I think you keep me grounded sometimes when I get stressed about all the things even before what happened with Dixie and Charlie. I think when we first met, I was kind of the one that was a little bit more optimistic about life and the way things and that things are always going to work out. And I think as you start to get the pressures of having a family, two daughters, a house, a mortgage, all these other things, now we layer on all these other things, I want to focus on the the positive, because we all know, especially what's going on in the world today, life is short and you never know when it's your time. And I want to be able to, I don't want to squander any moment of time that I could be enjoying life. Well, I think it's like natural human way to 
just do, you know, worrying or stressing. Maybe some uh, people are less than others, but I think that's a natural sort of human quality. That being said, the fact that you've never stopped saying, just enjoy the moment. Like, they might not be, but at some point... It'll click and it'll happen. But you've never, ever, ever stopped saying that throughout their whole lives. And so sometimes I think as parents, like you just say it enough and um, something in their in their life or experience will click and be like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to do that. But they're young. I think it's hard when you're young. But even I'm sure there's parents out there that are that are dealing exactly what we're dealing with. And even prior to Charlie and TikTok and all this stuff, we would be at a really cool event. Like we would be at a sporting event or a family event that is really fun and they would be on their phones. And I'd I'd say, what is so interesting? Like we're (laughs) at the most famous arena in the world at Madison Square Garden watching a concert and the, the, and I see it with kids all the time. They're always on their phones and I used to joke around with you sometimes when you used to take, before there was digital cameras, you used to take film photos of everything. And I remember saying to you, like, you can't, <laughs> you're going to spend half of your life taking photos and the other half looking at the photos yes. instead of just enjoying the and enjoying the moment. Let's just say who asked me for my photos all the time I now. Do. You do. So you're welcome. I definitely do. I love taking pictures. I love seeing like, oh, when they were little and like even us when we were younger and living in New York City when we first met. Like those photos are priceless. Especially because we ask the girls all the time, do you remember this? And they're like, no, it's probably because you were on your phone. That's why you don't remember. (laughs) And I'm like, look, you were here. See, your mom took this picture. She's got... 500 well, pictures exactly like this one if you need it. Seriously. But that being said, we did have, we were strict about if we were at a restaurant and the, a waiter or a server walks up to the table, phones down. And that went for all of us yes. out of respect. Whether if you're in a doctor's office or anywhere and and you you have someone's time like that, phones down, look at them in the eyes and, and engage. Because I, that's just rude. And I don't want to ever lose that. For them, and I think they still like they're older now, and I'll see them like they'll be on their phone, and then all of a sudden, like the waiter or wh- whatever it is, or even if we're like on a photo shoot, the photographer will walk up and they'll be like, okay, you know, they'll get reset and like, okay, no phone. So, or when kids are asked a question, they go, uh huh. Huh? I said, you mean yes, <laughs> yes or no. <laughs> Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. 
So we've talked about a lot of really positive things so far. Um, I have a question for you. Um, something happened recently on the internet. The out of thin air, the internet decided that you force Charlie and both the girls to make content and that you abuse them. And then I got looped into that as well. Um, that hit you really hard. And I know, you know, when the kids are going through and they are getting hate for like, you know, it comes in waves and it's, if it's really bad and we're kind of like, come on, you have so many good things to, that going on. Don't worry about it. And then when it happened to you, tell me about it. Look, it's not the first time that we've received hate and it's not the first time that we've received hate over a blatant lie, like something that's just totally fabricated. But this was the first time that it cut at my every fiber of what I try to be about as a parent and a person and a good person. And it's so far from anything that's remotely what I'm about that it really did hit me hard. Look, this is a great ride we're on. I really could not care less if it ended tomorrow because my daughters decided they didn't want to do this anymore. There, there's never been a conversation where we've, and I've purposely thought about every time we're in business meetings or anything, it's always their decision, always, okay? Even if we're contractually obligated to do something, if Charlie said, Dad, I just don't want to do it, there's never, that's not even, it's not even up for debate. And then- She usually has a really good reason. Yeah, to. she's- She's she's smart like they're that. They're both well, have well thought out reasons of why they will or will not do something. But, and then the other thing is like, so for most of the time when people, even if we see the comments, I've, just, I've learned early on that if you respond, you add fuel to the fire. So- the problem with when someone says you do something that you absolutely have never done, if you address it, then the headlines become, does Mark D'Amelio abuse Charlie? Question mark. And then your name is associated with abuse. And you just don't want to add any fuel to the fire. But what was really cool is I sit there and I preach to the girls sometimes, why are you reading the comments? Why are you letting it get you down? You know the person you are. You know, you have strong character. Why are you letting a stranger at the other end of an internet connection affect you so it's you don't know if they're if they're nine years old? Like I've given them a hundred reasons of why they should not read the comments and not change their perspective on on who they are. And then I found myself for two days in a pretty big funk where I was, I was definitely emotionally affected by it. And I remember I had Charlie come to me and basically preach, regurgitate, whatever you want to call it, the same things I've said to her. And the fact that she remembered it, the fact that she could articulate it, the fact that I believed her, the things she said to me, just got me out of it pretty quickly and and it and it stinks because you want this and you cried well prove it <laughs> but it was a, sp a special moment she she you knew she was right you knew that was the advice you give her and you knew she was right yeah 
And and you came out of it like almost instantly when when you, she threw those words lovingly right back at you. It was really sweet. Yeah. And the fact that parents go and they do what they have to do every day and it's and it's for the most part it's something that they do because they love their children and and many for many parents out there it's a thankless job and then when you spend 16 years as it relates to Charlie and 19 years as it relates to Dixie being a parent and although it was a bad circumstance for for them to come out and tell you what a great job you've done as a dad and appreciate all the work you put in as a parent and say, no, what people are saying about your dad isn't true. You know that. And I know it, but the fact that they came out and said it was pretty, pretty special. Look, this city, this business, um, I mean, we just watched the, the special on Britney Spears last night and this city eats up people. Right. And Mm -hmm. fame eats up people. And I think you do have to have a strong foundation or your house will collapse. And we, you know, there's no guarantee that we're going to this, this, this story is going to have a happy ending, but I think we've set it up to hope. I don't think we can, anything could be a hundred percent, but we've set it up to ensure we have a happy ending. Look, worst case, if we go back to the life we had, that's, I'm fine with that too. So it's like, it's not like something was horrible and then, oh, we have this life and now it's great. Like we were pretty good before with, you know, just as a family. So yeah. Wait, can I just say something I I saw on social media today? Shout out to Drake's mom because it was a, he was in an interview and he was talking about this. His mom, you know, he he was talking about early on when social media and he put a song out and or and you know, the trolls and the haters or whatever and his mom said it's it's the 72 hour rule and the first day it's going to suck. It hurts. It's like a punch in the gut. Uh the next day you wake up it hurts a little less. And then the next day when you wake up Guarantee you there's going to be somebody out there doing something more stupid than you did, and then they're going to forget about it. I love the 72-hour rule because this does come in waves, and every I feel like every time there's been something that people are dragging either Dixie or Charlie or you or me for on the Internet, every time we come out of it and be like, like that felt like... It was the worst feeling in the world. We made it out of it. We're happy again. That passed. And it kind of like builds up a callus where it just hurts a little less next time. But I love that 72-hour rule. I'm going to use that. Shout out to Drake and Mrs. Thanks, Drake. Thanks, Drake's mom. All right. So I think this is the end of um, our ep- date. <laughs> episode two <laughs> of the Heidi and Mark podcast. I'll call it that if you want. It's. I, always, I don't know. I, I just like to pick on you about it. So this was this was fun. This, this is was a really good conversation. As a, as a wife, as a mom, like I feel like not to be selfish, but this is good for me. Yeah, I like it. I don't know that anyone else is going to like it. But <laughs> you and I are having a great time. Having, this is our half hour to just chat, and maybe if there's anyone else, hey, if there is anyone else listening out there, 
Get a hold of me at Mark D'Amelio. And I am at Heidi D'Amelio. So don't forget to subscribe and share. And if you are the one person listening, give us a five-star review. Let us know what you think. What do you think Dixie would give us? Oh, probably a three and a half. Yeah. She... What about Charlie? Charlie would be critical. She's tough. Let's... They're both tough. But you know what? We teach them to be honest and it, it'll help us grow. Yeah. Till next time. Bye. Bye.